spicy content. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to open it up for us, Lily? I can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to see if I remembered the intro, but you know what? We'll just wing it. That's okay. There you go. <laughs> Welcome everyone to That's Ethan Weird. I am so happy to present tonight. Uh, please everybody say hi. Hello, I'm Clark, AKA the Reverend Michael Snakebite. I'm Seth. And I'm Megan. Hey guys, <laughs> and I'm Lily. Uh, tonight I have a bit of an interesting uh, piece of drama, internet drama to bring you. Um, it has its silly moment. It has its serious little creepy moments. Um, I'm going to try to keep it brief because there's a lot of details and I don't want to bore you tonight, but it's definitely a strange one. Have you guys heard of the YouTube creator called Mama Max? I have. I have not. Not at all. I just I learned today. Mm. So he's like a medium sized creator. He has a bit of a reach uh, on YouTube, um, not too big of a channel, but he's been on the platform um, for a long time now, on and off, sometimes just not posting anything for a year or for a few months and, and then just coming out with the project. Um, he's been the subject of a bit of a controversy since, I want to say it started a couple of years ago. My cat is passing out, sorry. <laughs> Um, it started a couple of years ago with another creator that he didn't see. Um, he, he just didn't really get along with. We'll get uh, back on that since there has been new development about that today. Um, but his name has been thrown back into the drama sphere of YouTube this past month. Um, let me put the cat down. She's digging her claw into my arm. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Now I can focus on my notes and not on the bleeding in my arm. <laughs> so Mama Max, I would describe him right now as a self-proclaimed pedo hunter. Um, I may refer to them as predator, uh, predator, sorry, PDF file, anything to circumvent YouTube's dislike of um, the word predator. So I'm going to try not to say that word too much. Um, same as the R word. Uh, I might just say essay instead. Um, I would say that he has also a pretty big ego. I will give him that, that he's a very talented creator, but uh, there's a lot of megalomania and a lot of ego surrounding him. He usually talks with a very heavy, deep uh, voice, uh, voice modulator, which gives him this very, like, a lot of gravitas when he talks. Um, it's pretty fun in retrospect because it's ridiculous. Um, but first, when you come in contact with this content, it's kind of, it's kind of interesting. Hey, how's it going? Um, he has faked a lot of the topic, uh, sorry, topics that he brought to his YouTube channel, sometimes just completely removing the video altogether and not really addressing, um, the aftermath. Uh, he's admitted to faking videos, to faking part of the videos, and to just complete, completely making stuff up to embellish or make the predator in his video look worse. Um, he has also claimed that, speaking of the subject of his video, that his 
himself and his family have been in danger because he's been working so hard trying to protect our children and just trying to do good so his life has been put in danger um and in order to protect him in order to save him guess what he did he asked his audience to uh join his patreon and just to support him financially to keep him safe so as a baseline i think this is a pretty good introduction to the character mm -hmm. um, all day today i've been reviewing my notes and there's also been developments about his most current con controversy and the one from a couple years ago so i'll try to touch on that as um but but keep in mind that the info might be updated in a future episode or even in a post so his back in october of 2023 he posted a trailer that didn't really do good on his channel um he he will end up deleting that video or at the very least um hiding it i can't remember the word but he unlisted the video so now you have to either have the link or um if you can do some google foo you will find the video i posted it in the podcast picture i think channel of uh, our discord so if you want to get a watch you can but we'll talk more about it here in a second um he's also he he defines himself as a creator but also as a filmmaker which of course you know doesn't help the credibility when he does the investigation side of things but uh in the past he's made found a fundraiser on patreon uh to produce a, a film mockumentary um and it was a very heavy story it was a heavy topic according to himself it's to just raise awareness and use shock to really bring attention to those heavy topics of um child trafficking essay and all of that not so fun stuff um it wasn't really well received this mockumentary when it came out um it simply it was just the subject was too heavy for how it was made and it just came out a little bit silly and shocking but not in the right way and he kind of lost a lot of his audience on that um he will end up depicting uh, an explicit abusive situation involving a child please fill in the blank um but on his patreon uh donators as they reacted to this content they really just did not get it they didn't get why it needed to be done this way to raise awareness and it just could have done a lot more delicately and a lot more thoughtfully um he will explain to that that it was not in fact a child actor it was so i have to get this right it was an advanced general intelligence experiencing human-like exploitation i'm not entirely sure what that means i feel like it's he asked chat dpt to say save my ass i need people to understand that it was ai and that simply wasn't a child actor uh, and i think that's what came out um so it's like you know you can't really blame him for depicting this this very suggestive this, this very gruesome scene uh because it was all fake so we're all we're all good right um if you're interest, interested in looking more into this mockumentary, even not to watch it, but just to read more about it, you can find it online. There's archives of most of his videos. And the name of this particular film video is called You Can't Hurt Me. So if you want to watch that or read more about that, you can. Now, 
I kind of want to ask you guys what you think about this way of raising awareness and kind of shocking your audience or, you know, trying to reach out to people and just absolutely bombarding them with like either a gruesome or just a scene that goes too far. What do you think about that? Do you think that's effective? Do you think you're losing people more than anything? And it doesn't have to really relate only to SA or to trafficking. It can be about, you know, anything, um, veganism or animal cruelty. What do you think about that method of reaching out to people? Um, it seems, I mean, I'll just... go ahead, Clark. I, I don't, personally like it but i have seen it used if you think about it like uk and canada uh, have both and this just particularly two examples i know of using things like um drunk driving awareness mm -hmm. or you know, you know things like that drug awareness and things like doing very over the uh, japan does it as well um like doing very over the top advertisements kind of showing the ill effects or aftermath I guess you would say, um, like a graphic aftermath, uh, mm -hmm. shock you to make the public aware, um, and think twice. So, uh, I think, I know particularly in America, it's very kind of shunned or not, they don't do that as much in advertisements and things. That's always been like kind of not approached, but, um, like I've seen a lot of those advertisements, things like that. So do I think it's effective? I can't really say as somebody who's been an American citizen and been just, you know, exposed to that kind of media for most of their life. I mean, obviously we go out of our way to look at shocking stuff. Mm -hmm. but, um, but, you know, having advertisements or things that are just like public awareness, you know, eh, I don't know. Now having it on... YouTube or someone going out of their way to, you know, put that out there and then you maybe stumble across it and you're not necessarily wanting to see it. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where I get that uh, kind of, you know, uh, connection. Like, I don't know if that's something you're supposed to, you know, if you're, if, are you supposed to stumble upon it? Because like I said, if you live in one of those countries where it just comes on TV in a commercial, um, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe you're more ready to see it and it's not as shocking or something. It's not like something that you're just like, oh, I'm not ready to see that because you kind of expect it. You're like, oh, that's another one of those crazy commercials. And, mm -hmm. and maybe that's not a, you know, the population sizes are, you know, all the demographics are different. Everything is different. So maybe um, it might not be as shocking, mm -hmm. but, uh, I, I don't know. I don't have that experience, so I can't put myself in in that place. I will say that something in me doesn't sit well with the fact that it was a fundraiser and the patrons didn't really know what they were putting their money towards. So I think I would take it a little bit differently if it was, like you said, a PSA um, about drugs or warning about drunk driving or texting and driving. I feel like that would be received a bit better if it was just an agency or private or public and then just putting out a message versus a creator just not taking people's money, but in a way misusing the the donation that he's getting to put something that's just so off-putting. Yeah, I, I think that the for uh, there's like people that live in bubbles that I think that 
using some some real shocking things can kind of mm-hmm. wake up to the reality of something but at the same time i i know who you're talking about and the, how tone deaf in come across where it's not yeah. really you know what i mean i think i think that new i think that i couldn't get past that but mm-hmm. i think that just kind of i don't know it depends on what it is i guess for me yeah that makes sense that does make sense I remember um, when I was a kid, there were two commercials that were on TV, uh, and this was in the 90s. One mm-hmm. was, like, about a kid running around their house with a knife, and, like, either they accidentally stabbed their sibling or they fell oh, and, like, no. stabbed themselves. I can't remember, but it, uh, it like, implied something really bad. Um, yeah. And the second, second one was, um, it was... Uh, a kid running into the street and a car hitting them and like the shoe flies off and there's like a little bit of blood on the and i was just like yeah seven six or seven years old and i was like well that stuck with that literally stuck with me for life like those two commercials i only had to see them and they deeply disturbed me and i still mm-hmm. like walk around with like a knife like point if i'm picking up a knife i point it always point it down yeah i don't mess around uh and i definitely <laughs> yeah. don't go running into the street so it worked mm-hmm. on me he hasn't worn white I, shoes since. Yeah. I can totally see that to like, you know, shock you enough to make you understand the consequences and the weight of what your action can do. I just, I just can't reconcile that. And maybe it's just a bias from me, but his mockumentary, You Can't Hurt Me, seems very self serving, as in, um, look what I did, just look at it really well, and I hope it shocks you, and I hope you like it, because I did it, and I made it, you know? it. I just can't really reconcile that, and I, I would have rather had, you know, like a very not romanticized, um, not even depiction, but just, you know, a retelling of someone's story. I would have rather had that than just, I don't know, some sort of, fictional movie with a what was it again an advanced general intelligence experiencing uh trafficking nsa i just feel like it's very like you said seth tone deaf and out of touch so he's gotten a lot of backlash from that um mockumentary and he went quiet for a little bit after that um he'll just pop back up every couple months or maybe a year after the fact um he's worked on a lot of I feel like you could call them investigations. This is the kind of dip dive you would find on YouTube that will take 45 minutes plus, maybe an hour, an hour and a half about a topic that's um, close to true crime. He talked about the um, armchair EQ cult. I may have butchered that, but I, <laughs> I tried. Um, so he talked about that cult for, for a video, I think, or for a few videos. Um, and he will go on to say that his life is in danger because simply he came too close to the case and he was just that close to either finding out someone or to just bring them to the authorities um, and his life was in danger. So it's just been every now and then when he touches a case like that, I feel like it's a recurring theme of uh, look at everything that I've done. I'm such a hero. I've accomplished all of this but at the same time you know you still need to have my back if i need you um he will ask his audience again to um provide him with security through subscribing to his uh, patreon and just 
giving donations so that he can uh, be safe. And I just, I don't know, it puts a sour taste in my mouth. Maybe it at the time like it happened. Artist. <laughs> yes, yes, really I agree. There's a lot of manipulation and I, I totally agree with that. Um, maybe at the time it happened, it wasn't really clear. Like maybe there wasn't enough in instances of him asking for money like that to uh, to raise the red flags. But I feel like looking back with insight, it's like, okay, clearly that's an MO. Um, he also investigated a... So I'm not super familiar with the platform, but from what I gather, it's a virtual social space called IMVU. And he had a very uh, in-depth deep dive about this platform. I, I believe he referred to it, to it as a game as well, but I'm not sure if it has that uh, gaming element. I think it's more of a social space uh, online. Um, and he will go on to expose a uh, predator on this platform. Um, I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to, that's irrelevant at this point of the story, but he will uh, talk about a victim, an alleged victim that he will call KC, the initial KC, um, and he will talk about her as a teenage girl who, after um, being subject to abuse online and offline, uh, she will take her own life, according to him, but... Um, as people are trying to digest this story that's quite heavy, he will go on to say in a in a later live stream that he doesn't feel comfortable about talking um, about Casey and that all we had to know is that she was okay from his words. So even the person, if you can catch the uh, clip on YouTube, the person is like, oh my God, I totally thought that she died. And the only thing that Max says is that He's only comfortable saying that she's okay, which is such, what would you say that? What would you make up a girl that was abused? And even, even if that was the case, what would you go on to say that she took her own life? That's so unnecessary. It doesn't bring anything to the story. If anything, it hurts his credibility and it hurts the victims as, the victim as well. So unnecessary. I don't understand why he went to that length. Um, not even going as far as this particular point of the story, he explained in his deep dive that um, he used less than legal methods of tracking down KC. Uh, some of them, to me, at least sound a little ridiculous. Um, so here's how the story goes, or the investigation goes. He finds this girl, learn about her story, um, and she goes quiet. So he investigates further, further uh, him and his crew of hackers. Um, and through looking for her profile picture, which he will just search, reverse uh, image search her profile picture, just find a YouTube channel that's connected to possibly her profile. He will find a way to get an unlisted video that uh, goes into further detail about her abuse and how and why she killed herself. That makes zero sense. How, how would That's that make like, sense? That is psychotic. Right? Like, I mean, to me it is. Surely I must be missing a key piece of the puzzle because how you hacking into a YouTube channel 
finding this video that someone has enlisted and then kill themselves over and then going through this whole investigation only to say that the person is okay that makes zero that's sense. like an invasion of privacy right yeah the victim it, it, is the only one is. that should matter in this situation not someone's like ego and uh absolutely yeah i totally agree it's such like a a hero complex you know and it's just jarring that at the time sure a few people raised some eyebrows when they learned that in fact the person casey was okay if she was even real but again looking back it's like yet another thing that the story is not adding up at all at all it sounds um, it sounds a lot mm -hmm. like view exploitation right it's just about yes. it's about views and it's about generating whatever buzz that you can generate just so you mm -hmm. get views now i would say that talking about or trying to uh tell the story of someone else's uh self-harm is pretty low on the uh mm -hmm. on the totem pole of scumbaggery and things that you can do um i know that my my youngest child had one of her best friends commit uh suicide when she was i think 15. Mm -hmm. um and i can't for the life of me understand why somebody would use that as a tool for views mm -hmm. because it is. it is such a it is such a deeply personal thing to the people that feel it and especially to the family um like everything that i've read about this 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 person the things that i've looked at and the, the things that i've i've checked out it seems like a fairly carefully crafted persona, which mm -hmm. if you, to me, if you're somebody who's just trying to expose something or tell the truth about something, your persona is not the thing that you craft. It's, it, it's, this is just who you are. It's, it's, you know, Jimmy, Joe, mm -hmm. Bob telling a story and you're more out to get the facts than you are to try to put your own personal story forward. Um, yeah, I think if I were to encounter this person in real life, I think I'd just punch him in the fucking face a bunch of times and just be done with it. I This is yeah. just somebody that just irritates me like nobody's business. And the more that I read about this, th to be perfectly honest, it's just making me matter and matter. So mm -hmm. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop reading because I'm just getting pissed. <laughs> I get he it. He has a very punchable face. I just oh, had yes. to look that up one. True. I was like, wow, he looks very punchable. <laughs> that is true. He's such a character. It's just, like you said, it's, so carefully crafted his whole persona online and he kind of molds his youtube channel to the topic we'll come back to that here in a minute but it's he i i think personally that he's very talented as a video editor and as just a creator i think he's he he knows what he's doing but i just wish that he didn't apply that to stories that he presents as real if he were to only do ARGs, you know, just have fun on the internet, edit some creepy videos with some creepy music, and just have fun, that would be perfectly fine. But putting or presenting real stories, but they're completely made up, that's just tasteless. And it's wrong. I really, I can't reconcile that at all. So it's like Seth is a douchebag. <laughs> I wasn't the one to say it. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Seth is not a douchebag, though, so I think we're safe there. But you know, it's funny. Not. It's it's funny that it's funny that you say all this because I know, like, 
we just had a big meeting on Capitol Hill of all of the the head honchos of all the social media platforms. And mm. and our our government looking to these people and saying, there's a problem with what you're doing. Right. Mm. Um and you know, I, I generally think social media is one of those things that if you use it, you use it. If you don't, you don't. Um, yeah. One of the things I encountered probably in the last week, and this was just, it, we all do it. We mindlessly scroll sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I thought was funny is that I'm mindlessly scrolling and I scrolled upon something and I couldn't figure out what was happening in the, in this video. I, I just, I couldn't figure it out at first. Like I, I felt like I maybe wasn't paying attention. It was a, a young lady trying to be cute and do the things that, you know, that 20 year olds mm -hmm. do. And then what I finally figured out is that she's dancing around and jumping around. And then at the end of the video, there's a light that lights her from behind and you can see through her dress and you can see things you probably shouldn't see. Yeah. Um, and for me, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that mm -hmm. in the things for the things that I like. Right. I don't want to see that in horror movies. Uh, podcasts, 3D printing, um, laser engraving, the things that I like to do, you know, that's not what I want to see. But the thing that unnerved me is like, who else is that popping up for? Is that popping up for a 12 year old kid somewhere? Mm -hmm. Like that's not, that, that's not appropriate, you know? And there was no, hey, this might be- uh, Mature you know, audience only or something. Thank you, thank you yeah. exactly right. There was nothing like that. But mm -hmm. the odd part was, is it took me a long time. I mean, and maybe I'm just too old and I'm not paying attention, but it took me a while to figure out what was going on. And so mm -hmm. it's like, who is seeing that and figuring out instantly and then showing all their friends and then resharing it. And, and just all this stuff happens. And pretty soon that's what we're seeing. And it's like, yeah. Um, and because of the way the algorithms worked, I had to stare at it so long to figure out what's going on. Now, every third thing that I scroll through. Oh, is that. yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, uh, I just, I sandbag myself, you know, and not even on it's purpose. It's just polluting. Yeah, it's completely polluted your feed. Yeah. yeah, and that's a great way to put that. It's polluted my mm -hmm. feed. Now I now I don't get woodworking and 3D printing. Now I get people yeah. dancing around and I don't even know what this stuff is. And it's like, I, I have to just go, no, 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 no. Yeah. And, you know, every 75th thing I look at is a guy making a really good box joint on a piece of wood. <laughs> it's like, shit. Yeah. I, anyway. You gotta, so, you gotta. You got to savor those box joints and get them in your algorithm. Just keep clicking uh, on those. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, man. It's remember to like and subscribe, drop a comment. <laughs> well, but I think, I think it, it goes, to, it goes to what we're, what we're talking about and how mm -hmm. a person can craft a persona. They can lie through their teeth, talk about things that didn't actually happen. If it did yeah. happen, they can exploit the heck out of it and turn mm -hmm. it into something that it wasn't. Um, and especially, you know, if I was a parent of somebody who who did something like that and some some influencer was using that to get views or something like that. Oh, my God, I would come unhinged. Absolutely unhinged. It's and on, on the topic of the audience that's receiving that, it's just it's putting even more of a gap and even more distrust into each other because he has weaponized his audience numerous time to just either go after the uh the predator uh that's the subject of the video or he's asked his audience to hunt or find evidence or find where they live where they work their their family he has doxed 
multiple people on his channel that are related directly or loosely related to the topic so it's just it's sad to weaponize your audience that way and i i really want to think that most of his audience would be on the younger side um i don't even know if they're uh, minors or adult but i would guess that they're in their teens if i had to put in it on it uneducated yes um because it's truly a mob mentality of just going after someone exposing as much of their docs as you can and trying to get to the bottom of a story or a case that eventually is going to be harmed by this behavior um for a couple of stories that mama max has investigated he hasn't been able to or um if he was able to bring it to police or the legal side um the case was so shot that the predators just went away with that and it's just so sad because um he could have just brought awareness and asked people to funnel all the tips to a helpline or you know a, a task force dedicated to an investigation but he would much rather kind of get the social credit if i can use that uh, and just ask his audience to go after uh, or to find information uh, about the victims or about where the uh, alleged predator is and just trying to get some clout like that. It's it's unfortunate. And it's... That's a, um, that's a great term, Lily. Social credit. That's a great mm, term. I've is. never heard it put quite like that, but it really puts a fine point on what we're talking about, getting this social credit. And yeah. as as somebody who doesn't need that, I, it's not something mm -hmm. I need to make my life, my heart, my brain, whatever, full. I, I think we live in a, a time and a place now where there's a lot of people to do. And that's a, just a great way to put yeah. that. Yeah, there's mm -hmm. like a lot of uh, those videos where these guys will film themselves like giving money to like homeless people. Yeah, um, yeah. They'll like, mm -hmm. I don't know, kind of like trick them in a way, but they still give them the money. I don't know, but it's like, why are you filming your good deeds? The do-gooders, the do-gooders, yep. Yeah, and it's like a, a hero oh, complex. Yeah, like the videos, mm -hmm. um, they, they, there's like an old lady that checks out with a whole bunch of groceries, mm -hmm. and, and, and they like target someone that looks like they don't have much, and uh, they're like, mm -hmm. by the way, I'm just going to pay for everything, and they start crying. I, th those videos, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're very... Well, I mean, the first... Well, the first the first time you see one, it makes you feel good, right? And yeah. then by by the time you see the thousands person doing it, it's like, this is just uh, it, to Lily's term. It's it's for social credit. Look mm -hmm. at me, I'm a do-gooder, and it's like, yeah. no, you're not. If you went to if you went and worked at a soup kitchen three nights a week and never filmed it and just went there and then came home tired, then you're a do-gooder. Otherwise, mm -hmm. just shut up. Yeah, yeah. It it like completely um, uh, what is? Oh my gosh kind of just like cancels out the act at that yeah. point because you're not well, doing it for selfless reasons you're doing it for a selfish reason yeah um, and yeah. that's even based on the assumption that it's real i i can probably i think i wouldn't be wrong if three out of four were just staged or you know by some form yeah. or another so it's just the thing sad. those people are turning on each other now like those mm -hmm those videos are actually turning on each other they're actually i've now seen videos where it's 
people yeah. collaborating that do those same things and it's like the guy calling out the other guy being like that's an actor that's staged i thought we were doing this for real like you staged this like you know and they're like all up in wow. arms like yeah like yeah. It, it's, just, it's i mean you know all right. throwing, isn't, throwing, isn't it the same out. with animal saving videos as well yeah i was about to say animals ro uh there's yeah. like this like bunch of channels of people i think they're beans that they're like sticking to like kittens and puppies like mm -hmm. skin they look they're supposed mm -hmm. to be like ticks but there's some kind yeah. of bean and there's just like they put them all over their face and i'm just like what are they doing to these and i report them every time i see them because yeah. i'm like yes where first of all where are they finding all these animals covered like this in like first of all they're not ticks and I'm just like, but well, why make this video? What is this mm -hmm. doing? It's gross. So I report them every time because I'm like, they're just putting this animal through a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, and who knows the quality of their life out off camera. Mm -hmm. And it's just gross. And it's just like how there's those uh, YouTube families who are exploiting their children for views. Oh um, my God. There was a case of like this uh, mom and son and the mom, um, I think their dog had just passed away or something. <gasps> oh my God, yes. And she was like, no, cry in the camera, cry, you know, yeah. keep crying, like for the for thumbnail. The thumbnail. Yes. And I'm just like, that is so disgusting. No. I'm not no. a parent, but that is just like foul, foul behavior from a parent. Well, that is well, I feel like so I would gross. be able to spot that woman in a room of a hundred. Yeah. I've just, this image is so burnt in my head where she's like, no, 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 come closer, continue to cry, yes. wait, okay, now look this way. It is just jarring. How could you do that? I don't it's think the so kid gross. was more than 10 year old. So what? Yeah. And he was really upset. And yeah. his, I was just so disgusted by it. Um, I can't, I don't like YouTube family. I do not like it's them. And bad. I don't like it. it is I bet that bad. woman was part of an MLM too. She, oh god I bet oh she my sells, god don't like... get me started on mlms okay oh, but, <laughs> we only have Ro a couple is, hours here yeah. roe is, Ro is right there there's a channel that is somewhere in southeast asia and it's a group of people that are purportedly going out and saving turtles they're saving turtles from uh you know barnacles and things like that and yeah. some somebody finally pointed out that in most of the videos it's the same turtle that ends mm -hmm. up and they identified it by its shell and the markings on it and they okay. superimposed images and it's like so they're finding a turtle they're gluing things to its back plunking it in the water and then going oh we found this turtle that needs help and it's like i uh, that is so perverse why would you do that uh, to that poor animal well but then we wonder why like, like you said lily social credit <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah lily, i guess we do know the answer to that lily lily yeah. has coined has coined a phrase at least in my world i've never heard the term social credit before so we're giving that one that one's all lily <laughs> i may have heard it somewhere <laughs> I, well, i've never heard it so all credit goes to you but i think it's true but then it also it also really explains and forgive my crassness here why so many people on this earth just the people that you encounter in life, um, and I hate to say this, it, it seems it seems particularly uh, abundant in people that are of very affluent means, where yeah. the parent the parents are oblivious and their kids are assholes, mm -hmm. and it's like because they've grown up on this, they already have the bank made right, so they're trying to fill this other bank, and that's the social credit that Lily's talking about, and. Mm -hmm. I mean, I go, you know, if I'm at work and I go over to my my local McDonald's for lunch, 
you should see, and I, I work in a fairly affluent part of town. You should see the kids that roll in there, kids that are coming from their high school and they're driving a Mercedes. And, you know, they, they've somehow piled eight of their friends in the back of this thing and they get out and they all have the, the latest flip-flops and the latest uh, sweatpants fashion that's going on, which just drives me nuts. That's, that's something for another day. Um, but they are oblivious and they walk through a crowd and just bump you out of the way because you're mm. in their way. You know, and they look at you like what? And I just, uh, yeah, all right. It's just completely, mm. there's a disconnect there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's definitely symptomatic. This performative kind of, you know, act of goodness. Uh, Mama Max is not the only one, uh, labeling himself as a pedo hunter or a predator hunter. And, um it's such a shame because there's a real opportunity here to warn part of your audience and just really show them what to look for and to be a little bit more cognizant of who to talk to and what platform to maybe be a little bit more careful on but it's truly a missed opportunity and it's for the few creators that truly are trying to do good one bad apple like this will just completely shoot their uh efforts to the ground so it's it's kind of sad um so really the the story that made the cookie crumble so to speak he posted a video um in late october of last year um and it didn't do great on his channel it was um it was a trailer but by, by his uh admission he described it as such um a trailer to introduce us to a story that he's been uh, working on. Um, you, can, you can't find the trailer anymore on his channel, but I have posted it in the Discord and I also have it saved just in case that it's been taken down. Um, it's a very interesting video. If you take it for what it is, it's definitely striking. It's well-crafted, it's well-made, but substance-wise, it's just lacking something. From the multiple creators that I've listened to while researching this, um, everybody kind of lands on the same uh, thought that he should have just cut this video at the five minute mark where, you know, he's got a little bit of the story out. He's introduced a couple of the key characters and he just have cut it there. He, he should have cut it there and just let us take this in and maybe let the video live a little bit so that it can attract a different audience or have a bigger reach. But it didn't really do that. Um, if you would like to watch the video in your free time, I'll just describe it briefly. It's a 10 minutes something video. Um, I can't remember what it's titled, but I can find out. That's a long trailer. Oh. There we go. Right? It's kind of a long trailer. I agree. That's like um, a preview. That's not... I don't know. Like a it's a like real. <laughs> yeah, or that. It's titled A Brainwash Your Favorite Influencers. Um and, and then there's like a trigger warning and blah blah blah. Um that's just it's an interesting video. It's a little long. And I will say that the way that it's crafted doesn't really give it a lot of 
wait it doesn't feel like a real story at all it feels more like a game like an arg um which maybe that's what it should have been uh so the on uh, during the first minute minute and a half two minutes of the video um we were introduced to a prompt a, a couple of prompts questions that the screen is asking you um so for example it would be if god if god appeared before you and told you to sacrifice a child would you do it um and there's i think i believe there's three answers yes no and another one that's a little bit more ambiguous um and there's a few questions like that that just kind of set the tone for the video uh kind of question your moral or where you land on the on the pedo hunter moral compass i suppose um and there's catchy music it's well edited it's a it's an interesting i was gonna say fun but it's not exactly fun it makes you uncomfortable a little bit but it's interesting as someone who likes all of those you know uh ergs online all the horror tapes kind of channel that have popped up this past couple of years i enjoyed the first few minutes um and then it just kind of brings you back to reality and introduces the case you will hear about Spencer, which would be one of the main names that we'll hear about a few times here. Um, her name being Shelby Spencer Slayton. Um, apparently, she reached out to Max to help her talk about her story. She went missing, missing, sorry, at the age of 16 in 2016. Um, and according to her, according to her story, she's been the victim of manipulation, essay, mental abuse physical abuse um and it's just a really rough story but we only get just a snippet i want to say for maybe not even a minute for just a brief moment we get an introduction we have the missing post poster when you see her picture um and it's just very brief and we move on to the alleged predator which is another name that we'll hear a lot about uh which is camden gerard Davis. I may just refer to him as uh, Cam Dim. It's just easier. According to the video, as we learn just a little bit more, uh, there's a lot of text that flashes every frames or every few frames. So if you want to catch everything, you kind of have to pause, go back and forth with, you know, your comma and your period to go frame by frame and kind of catch everything. Um, and this individual, Cam Dim, he is a man who has uh, victimized, according to the video and according to Mama Max, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds children online. Um, so abuse has been taking place online and offline, and just apparently this individual has just been a terrible cult leader. Um, he's brainwashed Spencer and a few others. Um, He's, he also thinks that his cult is a super, supernatural one and that he is a god, part werewolf, part vampire. There's a lot of supernatural, I don't want to say BS, but that's what I think, so I'm just going to say BS. Um, there's a lot of supernatural themes in his cult, um, and that's how we got Spencer to travel all the way to him. Um, he just convinced her that she was special and she was part of the cult. She was a werewolf werewolf herself, so they just needed to boink, I guess. Um, Sounds like she's they've, they've been playing too much Vampire the Masquerade. 
it's like a so, tabletop yeah. game. It's like D and D. Or okay. have been watching too much of Twilight. Either that or somebody. Oh yes, Twilight. Twilight. One too many times. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I love to hate. I love game Twilight. I love it and I hate it. It's like one of my favorite things. It's oh. the best thing ever. It's so bad. It's good. For what it is, yeah, you know I what? Hate I hate watch like it. it. <laughs> just, yeah. just kick back and just make fun of everyone. It's great. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to take it seriously for what it is. It's it's not too bad. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. <laughs> so as we continue on this trailer, we're just about at the four minute thirty mark at this point, and we just kind of switch the tone completely. There's a little bit of narration of voiceover from Mama Max, and he asks us to share this video around and to just sorry to judge the content um, of the character the influencers that you share the video with based on what they do. So if they simply don't do anything, that'll mean something. If they share the video, that'll mean another thing. If they react to the video, if they um, help the story reach a greater audience, then it just means that they're morally superior and protecting our youth and participating into the pedo hunt, I guess. Um, it's just very... Um uh -huh. I'm sorry, Lily. I just wanted to ask you, is this the same video where he um, listed out a bunch of uh, this uh, big list YouTubers and said something on the lines yes. of, if you don't do something, you hate children or something? Yes. Like that? Precisely, yes. Yeah. He will go through big names and more smaller channels, but still influential. He will call out PewDiePie. He will call out uh, Joe Rogan. He will call out Mr. Beast with a Mr. Beast. customized, yes, Mr. Beast too, <laughs> with a customized, with a personalized message. Um, for example, the one that marked me the most is the one to PewDiePie because I used to watch his content when I was a lot younger and a lot slimmer. Um, because what he asks from PewDiePie is, since he is a father, he should care a lot about what goes on on the internet when it comes to children, and that he should talk about this story and that he should present it to his audience, react to the video, to just help in the pursuit of Camden Gerard Davis. And I think that is so tone deaf. What even are you trying to say it's not so just because responsibility right it's like, like kind of like pu a public blast it's like, it's like coercion yes absolutely and it's just not even close to the content that he usually makes that just makes no sense that you know on this one day october 18th okay it's time time to review mama max's video we're just gonna do a little live stream go through this 10 minute video that makes no sense um he also will call out another creator, and I believe their mu music channel. Um, I have to find their name, their name in my notes here. The Needle Drop, I think, is their, the name of the, the channel. And from what I gather, it's more Fantano. of a musician. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you know this creator? Yeah, he's terrible, but he that's beside the point. <laughs> do they do true crime at all? No. no, that's the thing. It's exactly. just album that's reviews. That's what I gather too. <laughs> I think they're like a musician. Yeah. They have nothing to do with this. Yeah, and it's just the, snooty know. album reviews. Nothing ever. 
that's four. basically what I saw. And I'm like, what? yeah, <laughs> it sounds like Mom Max just uh, wants free advertising from yeah. these big content creators. So they'll click on his mm -hmm. channel that there's nothing. This is all self-serving. This is there's no. Absolutely. Yes. He just knows this is like bleeding heart content. Like people are like really. Yes. Some people are really passionate. A lot of people probably know somebody who's been through something similar mm -hmm. in their life and it's just he's manipulating emotions is what it sounds it's like, like those it's like those commercials that came on every now and then with that lady who's like with all those shivering dogs like the worst footage you could possibly see and of shivering sick dogs yeah yeah oh. and then it would won't you give a dollar cpa or something yeah yeah i mean yeah i I try to help animals any kind of oh, anytime yeah. I can, but that it's just so, it's like um shock jock uh yeah. like cause stuff. I don't know. It's the way they spin it. Ugh. I propose it, that trying to yeah, get our empathy in and trying to reach in our pockets at the same time. Yep. I, I propose that we all cut a promo where we're all shivering and cold <laughs> won't, won't you please. go to this podcast patreon i really please. need help do you, please do you think just have to have just one the Sarah McLaughlin song yes exactly in the arms of the angel hey whoa 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 we're gonna whoa whoa that we're we're gonna get content uh oh fuck tagged or whatever we can't even we can't even hum it strike this strike this oh. <laughs> We're like, just kidding, just kidding. Four. I mean, yeah. than... it has to be yeah. uh, more than 20 seconds, right? <laughs> yeah, so we're good. Okay, five. Amy's like five seconds now. There you <laughs> so we're good. Good. We're good. Well, but I think that's yeah. that's the whole thing, though. And with something like, I'll be honest, with something like the ASPCA, I'm actually okay with just the legit hard string tugging. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm fairly okay with that. And as much as I don't really like Sarah McLaughlin, I know that a lot of what she does is legitimate. It actually is legitimate. She does work for those causes. I know that she does do that. Um, and I struggle with, I struggle with the term content creator, first of all, um, because most of what I see is not really even content. It's not even actually doing something. It's more somebody's reaction to a moment and and honestly mostly a moment that's been manufactured anyway so it's not even real um i, I go back to like the woodworking when someone's doing woodworking that's at least creation they're doing something and maybe they're doing it poorly maybe they're doing it not the way that i would do it maybe they only have eight fingers now because they suck at it but at least they're doing something that's reasonably original whereas something like this guy it's not even it's not even real content. It's all, it, it, it's taking advantage of a circumstance and trying to turn it into something that it isn't. And, and, and to what, to what Lily said, using it to weaponize their, mm -hmm. their audience, you know, and I hate that because forgive me for saying so young people right now, they, they are facing all the same struggles that I faced, that we all faced, that we were young, mm -hmm. trying to find a place to fit in figuring out who we are the difference now is that they have 18 million different people trying to tell them what's what you know yeah. versus the six that i had <laughs> you know and there were all people that i knew in real life and some told me i was right some told me i was wrong mm -hmm. so it's not it, it's not surprising that people that are young these days struggle to fit in because they have so many different 
voices to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, you have to at some point screw your head on straight and try to focus and try to go a certain direction. And people like this guy, it's like, it's, uh, I keep coming back to the term, but it's just exploitation. That's all it is. It's just yeah. straight out exploitation. There's mm-hmm. no other, there's no other real genuine need or societal good that comes out of what he does. It's just yeah. exploitation and views. And I, I totally agree. It's like, I, I, the, <clears throat> if you remove all the layers, it's a transaction of, I portray myself doing good. You give me either an a bigger audience, money, whatever it, it it takes. But it is really a transaction. I totally agree with that. Yeah, his good totally is, comes with a price. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. and like, if you really want to do good, you don't said so you don't film it. Yeah, you don't exploit people. You just go to the proper authorities and you know say, hey, I've I've done just a little research of my own do what you will with this but please look into this like just go to somebody who can actually fix it um sometimes i don't think when people like i mean sometimes it does help but i think a lot of the times it does more damage than good um like the onision situation which is a whole nother like that that was insane um and Mm. what's his face um how to catch uh Predator guy. Uh, Chris Hansen? Oh, Chris Hansen. He was Why trying don't you go to ahead and have hijack. <laughs> yeah, he was trying yeah. to hijack the... He was trying to sell the Onision story to, like, a major network. So, like, he mm-hmm. didn't care if what this guy... That was, so, that was the weirdest combo. It was super weird. And... Uh, so odd. And obviously, he... the To catch a predator... Sorry. Um, Chris Hansen, yeah. Yeah, just his TV show. I mean... It probably did some good, but I, I still was exploitive. It, it was weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you think about it, like watching these people. Uh, I don't know. It's just a weird. It was just a weird show. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Like uh, cool. And getting you know them off Let, the let's go on another whatever, tangent but... before I go back to the story. Um, the predator poachers. They did the same thing with EDP four four five. Um more than anything at first it was performative it was for the youtube channel they uh, they got the decoy uh, a woman to pretend to be i believe it was a 14 year old but now i don't remember but she was to to be a minor and she would catch um edp445's wiener in a chat log and then they confronted him that's where we got the famous i was just going to get a cupcake um but all of that just really destroyed the legal <laughs> i know just a little bit too much about those people <laughs> let me tell you something <laughs> uh, yeah but yeah that, that we completely know destroyed about. the legal side of things you know and it just took a lot more legwork from the police from actual investigators to get some kind of repercussion well but that's yeah, i mean that's kind of the moral of the whole thing right like you can take one thing and you can take it too far even if you think you're doing good um yeah but i think it, it's kind of a big thing now it's like like when you see these things what's real and what's not mm-hmm. um and i'll give an example i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name the channel because i'm pretty sure the guy's in jail now um oh shit but i i got into this i'm a car guy so i got into this thing and it was a guy who did repos for a living. 
mm-hmm. supposedly did repos for a living, and he was super, super gifted at it. And he'd go and he'd swoop into a neighborhood, and he'd before you even knew what was happening, he'd grab your car and he'd repo it for the bank. Well, it turns out he was wasn't repo man. He bought a tow truck that had the the grab bars on the back, and he was stealing cars, and he was Stop posing it. himself posing himself as a repo man. The balls and, that and then, man and then, had. And then Absolutely, he finally, what? Yeah. Well, and then well, he finally he finally got caught because somebody came out of their house and shot at him a whole bunch of times, and his car ended up or his big tow truck thing ended up getting disabled like three blocks away, and a bunch of people drug him out of the car what? and like, who do you work for? And he's like. I'm just a, and he used the term, I'm a content creator. And it's right. like, okay, so, but so that's the hard part. Yeah, that's the hard part about the internet and what we see, what's real and what's not, who's actually yeah. telling the truth and who's not. And it's like, I'm kind of to the point now where there's two things I believe. I believe surveillance cameras and I believe police body cameras. Anything else I figure is bullshit, just complete bullshit. And even those other two are probably edited for, time and content yeah. you know what i mean so oh, yeah that reminds me of uh that contractor that got semi-famous recently that was destroying that bathroom tile uh he w- he went into this lady's house and just started destroying her tile because she wouldn't pay or whatever and um the whole internet backed him initially and then Bye. uh she started like sending photos and r- revealing her case the dude did a terrible job and cut all Ugh. kinds of corners and oh. uh she was wanting things fixed before it was paid it wasn't even the way he said it it was crazy the guy wound up on the news and then later uh there was a um they, they issued a warrant for his arrest and then they showed wow uh him and his partner's rap sheet which was pretty extensive uh-huh. <laughs> but like everybody fell in love with the guy on on the first go they were like yeah yeah, yeah. pretty compelling story just destroy that bathroom <laughs> it it's just like people share way too much online that needs to yeah. stop that, there's just like so much like not everything just needs to be shared online yeah like most things don't need to be shared yeah uh, Absolutely. that's just my opinion i'm gonna say it now i'm gonna start a gofundme so meg can have her own microphone I'm just going to say, yeah, hey, look, we talked about this before the thing and I have to, I have to get another XLR cable and a stand. It's, it's, it's happening. It's happening. Okay, well. All I'm hearing is excuses. excuses yep. Exactly. Excuses. Trot on down to Radio Shack there, buddy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll be all set. He's got a radio. Is there a radio shack still? <laughs> right. I think there's a couple left. I think there honestly are a couple left. Gosh, I've seen one in a mall. Wasn't there one at Opry? There, there was one at in Rivergate. Oh wow, yeah. yep. that is actually insane. If there's actually only like two or three left, and you actually have one in your city, I feel- no, there used to be one in Rivergate. I used to go there and get. Uh, they had these, uh, like these kits you could make, like circuit boards and like all the transistors and stuff, and you could like get blueprints for whatever and make a weird little radio. How you skip those parts? I've passed one in uh, a small town outside of Chattanooga where it was just, it was weird. And I was just like, why is there just a random radio shack here? It's just like a rundown town. It was just a random radio shack. It's a total, um, it's a total side note, but like, I mean, somebody could just buy up the, the name. Ooh. 
Are you suggesting way. us as a yeah. podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. Okay. Well, yeah. we could we could buy the name just so we could say we're sponsored by Radio. <laughs> Yay! That would be That's great. Good. Yay! That's our GoFundMe. Get us get us enough money so we can buy the radio show IP. Oh, that's so great. The, either that or Circuit oh City. God. Which one would be easier? Circuit oh, City? Cir- well, Circuit I... City is defunct, that's... defunct. Radio Shack has at least got some clout. I mean, like we all, yeah. you know. And, and also, it, it makes more sense to have Radio Shack because it seems more like like you're on the airwaves, like you're podcasting. Yeah. So Radio yeah. Shack. I'm like, still hey, going to put, put a Circuit City logo and say sponsored by Circuit City. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> I mean, go ahead and put EB Games and KB Toys. Yeah. Well, they have let's, a parent let's get them all, get them all is, on board. Is Toys R Us completely gone? No, it's no, back they, now. It's back. back. Yeah, they're, they're coming back. They tore they down mine. The place where I got my first Game Boy Pocket. Mm-hmm. I went and I filmed. I filmed it being destroyed. <laughs> I was sad. <laughs> oh, so you're a content creator. That's what I'm hearing. Apparently, apparently content. (laughs) I just don't like the word content because it seems like the lowest uh, common denominator for creating anything. I make content. What do you do? I make content. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you made made soup. Yeah, you made soup. I did stuff. How'd you you make stuff? I opened the can. That's how I opened it. So I made content. Exactly right. Exactly right. Somebody ingested the food I made. That's content, right? I love to watch some cooking videos. I also love to watch people just do their day-to-day routine, and that's content. I'm just like, wow, what is wrong with me for consuming this content? (laughs) I should be doing my own day-to-day thing. More of a that's more of a personal thing you got to figure out uh, because every day you have your own content. Maybe just enjoy that more. Um, I have a yeah, I have a coworker who is obsessed with vacuum cleaners. It's like ASMR for her. So she can like she knows a vacuum when she hears it. Like she knows the exact type, like brand and everything of vacuum. <laughs> and she would just like pull up YouTube on a work computer and just listen to vacuum cleaners all day. Or actually, no, she would just pull it up on her phone. What am I saying? Hey, I will say they helped me buy my Dyson. They I was watching all these videos of them. Uh, like the flour test or the the rice test and they would like they would do them side by side i was like i'm gonna do that one yeah but she would just it was just like normal like just somebody vacuuming like that was not a review on a vacuum cleaner just like somebody just vacuuming up a really dirty room and i was just like what why well, and she just- would just all day, eight plus hours. Well, that's just okay. I mean, hey, let's call it what it is. To most of us, that's just weird as hell. But at the same time, it's like I'm down here right now. My 3D printer is running, and the sound is very soothing to me. So you know mm. what? I nobody nobody else gets to be any weirder than anybody else. But at the same time, I'm not going to go out of my way to put a label on it because I just don't have the time. I need. I have other things to do. Yeah, I will say uh, when we were watching Fish Tank. Airsoft yeah. fatty, just listening to him in the bathroom, not going to the bathroom, just like we 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 were watching. Was he was taking a shower, and it was just very relaxing to listen to. I was like, "Why is this so?" Oh, I thought you were like grunting every now and then. 
fish tank. I thought you meant fish lie. tank. You started movie. to say he was no. taking a sh and I was like, no. oh, oh, not that. That's not that's not cozy. He was, and one of his best one-liners came after that. It was I know, so I great. We gotta find the clip. It was something like, oh lordy. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. It was like it was just the per it was perfect timing and everything. And he's alone upstairs. It was yeah. great. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh lordy. Exactly. Oh lordy. <laughs> oh lordy. So Lily, get us back on the highway yes. here because yes. we are on a dirt the road in the, middle, in the middle of Tennessee, and <laughs> there's about to be some locals going to go. Oh, you got a pretty mouth. So let's yeah. let's get back on the highway. That's my state, not their state. Let's just correct oh, yeah. that. Oh, true, true. 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 We we pretty cool the, down the here. inbred. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna merge their state with my state's problems. We have we have Dolly Parton. Hey, I I, I live in I live in Minnesota. Anything south of yeah, Iowa, I pretty much figure problems. everyone's cousin on cousin there, so it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> All righty, circling back to the story, here's where we left off. Um, I was introducing this weird werewolf vampire cult and this strange character that after all we don't really know much about um camden gerard davis sometimes goes by camden damon otherwise there isn't really any trace of this person online there's just a couple of videos floating around um just a, a guy roaring with some vampire fang just very yes. cute stuff i guess um but all in all this person doesn't really have a lot of a footprint he doesn't really have much of a footprint online which is interesting uh i feel like if we googled any of our names right now we would find way too much way too much what was um, his name again camden i'm gonna try camden, that i'm curious camden gerard davis a lot of letters oh. um most of what will pop up will probably related to mama max um but otherwise, there's a couple of clips. Uh, there's a couple of pictures. Uh, one in particular, he's wearing like kind of a skull mask, very uh, supernatural, spooky vibes. Um, he thinks he's like a god, and he's at the head of this cult. Um, he will, according to Spencer, the victim, um, be very physically, mentally, sexually abusive towards her. Um, he will induce is that the word i think so induce uh at least three to four sometimes she will say five miscarriages by just beating the crap out of her uh feeding her oranges cinnamon vitamin d's and just kind of a potion that he concocts to uh have her interrupt the pregnancies from what she says he said it was to accustom her body to being trafficked in the future so he was inflicting this this abuse on her to just train her body to reject any pregnancy which is so awful it's oh my god i god jesus wow. christ i don't yeah i don't even i i don't have the words for that one um right tra training someone's body to yes. reject a pregnancy through physical 
and chemical torture. Um, it's interesting. How about how about just uh, it, and I, this is just me being the the oblivious Stone Age caveman that I am. How about just use a condom? Wouldn't that be simpler? <laughs> the woman. I mean, how about that? Well, I know, but like like. Uh, hmm. It's, it's yeah, I don't very interesting this claim and I don't want to 100% say that this is made up because I still want to hold the glimmer of hope that she's an actual victim not trying to harm other victims by lying but this is such I can't really wrap my head around and I know there's very bad people in the world there's a lot of us so there has to be some that are very bad but holy macaroni that's bad um i think yeah you know i think i think there's a lot of bad people and i think there are way more good people Mm -hmm. at the same time i think a lot of good people tend to stay silent or just kind of turn the other cheek and not pay attention to what's going Mm -hmm. on and i'm gonna say that by virtue of that that makes a lot of us bad yeah. If you if you see a situation and do nothing, I think you are maybe not quite as culpable as say a sex yeah. trafficker, but when you stay silent and don't get involved, I think it I think you end up on the culpability scale. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that even just morally to just it's it's tough and if if you take her story at face value, right? She's been hidden by this man in his home, um, well, in his mother's home that he's living in with Spencer, um, hiding her, barely feeding her. She's eating every few days, every four days, um, and he's abusing her multiple ways, very cruel, cruel ways. If this story is true, it is just incredible that nobody saw anything to put a stop to it it is wow it's very sad yeah where is this where is this guy's mom it's see that's that's where the doubt comes into play because according to spencer when she describes the layout of the house she was hidden in right it's a one-story house with two beds one bath she is a fairly She's not like a, a child. She's not small. She's just a little, yeah. she's built, she's a little round. She's like me, she's kind of pudgy. So how do you hide a grown woman in a one-story house with, at most, okay, six rooms? How? No, I can't wrap my head around that. And that's where I'm like, I'm now doubts, red flags, because... And and this is like in the span of years that this is happening. She's lying as well. Or I don't want to say that out loud because, because I want to yeah. believe her as a victim, but right. I have doubts about her story. I don't think she's a reliable narrator if the story is true. That's the thing. Yeah. Because if she's there's mentally unless Ill the, in some unless way. the mother is bedbound. And that she doesn't have all her faculties, or maybe she has some sort of degenerative disease that maybe she doesn't remember, she doesn't comprehend, maybe she can't understand the situation. Okay. But otherwise, how would you hide a woman? Because she, I, I 
hope she screamed and i hope that she was trying to escape i hope so i just i just cannot kind of parse her story to me it doesn't make sense it doesn't have to make sense she's a victim as far as i'm concerned it's just it's yeah i'm puzzled yeah i'm confused those these kind of stories if if she's really i, I don't want to doubt mm -hmm. a victim either but um there's so many people that have uh cried like wolf essentially for yeah. not like just online not everyone like a lot of mm -hmm. people don't do that but like it it just it hurts the real victims and it just I agree it's not it's just not okay because it, 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 it like makes it harder for people to believe real everyday people that are going through this stuff because they're just seeing this kind of insanity play out and they're just like mm -hmm. wait this was all fake or this was all bullshit uh she's a liar and it's like well what about that person is she lying is she it's just not exactly. good and on the <laughs> and it makes side, me angry for people i yeah. know who have been through stuff and it's just not cool exactly and on the flip side if you yourself are a victim right now or in the past you're going to be like well if i come forward are they going to believe me am i going to have any help mm. am i going to be credible can i bring my story forth without being ridiculed it's just doing so much harm on so many net level it is disheartening honestly yeah, it's like blocking the whole thing yeah. in my opinion and making well, it just mm -hmm. a form of entertainment that's what he's doing yeah. clearly and he's well, trying to profit from other people's pain which a lot mm -hmm. of people do um it happens every day sometimes when we yeah. purchase things there's someone suffering because of our purchases essentially to keep that keep yeah. a product on the shelf or whatever but it's just like man i don't know something this is messed up <laughs> well Agreed. no you're both you're both right um so Mm -hmm. victimhood and i'm not i'm not downplaying here so don't think that but victimhood in a sense has become almost a profession okay mm -hmm. there are people that are professional victims now this is not to say that there are not people that have gone through things and need help and the person mm -hmm. that i am i would i would default always to protect the victim get them behind me see what's what yeah. i would always do that but i think oftentimes that's where the story ends and if mm -hmm. more things come to light uh we often don't hear about those so we don't often hear what is the truth yeah. we hear the sensationalized story but then we don't hear what's actually the truth and i think that's yeah. the scariest part for me because i all things being equal i'm a midwest guy i'm conservative i'm kind of a dick i know exactly <laughs> who i am I, and i'm completely fine with it at the same time i am very empathetic and i'm going to defend anybody that cannot defend themselves to my death that's what i'm going mm -hmm. to do for me i just want to make sure that it's be it's because of something that actually happened not because of something somebody created you know yeah an artificial situation that is not actually legitimate. And that's the thing that I, I kind of fear the most these days is I'm going to, I'm going to stand up because it's just who I am. I can't help it. Um, but I don't want to stand up for something that would come to find out that is false later. Agreed. And really the, the develop, uh, the unraveling 
is the word I'm looking for, of the lie, really kind of took a lot of steam, gained a lot of steam this past month, this past few weeks, people have really started to question and to just verify that we would have the evidence to, if we were to bring this case to the police, which in my opinion should be the, the first step that we do is just reach out to the authorities one way or the other, because you're probably knowing this as well, but this is across state line. She traveled to this guy, so now this is a big crime, and this person, if he's doing this to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of children, according to Mama Max and Spencer, we can't just keep that happening. So the first step should be going to the authorities. That's why the internet sleuth kind of started to really dissect what we know, what we don't know, and really where we are with this Camden Gerard Davis character that hasn't come forward. There's, there isn't really a footprint online. So we're like, we're trying to assess, okay, what the fuck is this story about now? Um, now, it's been found that Spencer and Mama Max are currently living together. Okay, that's, that's the thing that happened. A um, little weird, but you gotta do what you gotta do. They are also high school friends. So that's just another layer of Okay, they've known each other for quite some time now. Okay. Mama Max has been very open and saying that um, this trailer on his channel, but most of the story will be on her channel as well. She needs a platform to speak on. Um, she has a channel, I believe it's called Auntie Spencer. She has a channel and she started a podcast. Um, during the episode, the first episode of the podcast, which is, I believe, four plus hours of content, um, she goes through her stories, I believe just a few times, a couple times, and then she will bring others, uh, other testimonies, and they will read um, what other alleged victims have gone through. And that's, that's great. They're, okay, we have testimonies, but... We don't really have evidence. We don't really have proof. We hardly know where this guy is currently. Um, Mama Max's audience has been able to find out his mom's names, his brother's names. They will go on ahead and dox those people. And at this point, they don't know that. Do they have anything to do with this story? Are they just completely unaware? So we're just doxing people now, okay? Um, and it's just, it feels very amateurish. We're just kind of grasping at whatever is coming, um, trying to build this story. And it's just, it's just not feeling great. In the past few weeks, uh, Mama Max has also reached out to creators on Discord, just personally sending messages on top of the trailer, just asking the audience to share the video. Um, and at first, it was just kind of the same message, but it devolved into, you're going to have to talk about this story because it shows the content of your character, and clearly you, you don't care about keeping the children safe. Will somebody please think of the children? Um, he will target a few uh, video creators on YouTube in particular. Uh, must crit most... Cannot say his name. Moist Critical um pretty famous guy on youtube pretty opinionated but 
he's on, on the compass of morality on YouTube. He's pretty respected. Same goes for uh, for the or ordinary gamer Mudahar, which is also pretty respected on YouTube for being grounded, down to earth, kind of exploring all the avenues and examining the evidence. Um, while most critical didn't really give the time of day to Mama Max, uh, Mudahar actually gave him, you know, time to show the evidence and to, to really just present what he has in, in, in his investigation. That did not go very well. He just doesn't have much of anything. Um, to see this evidence, Mudahar had to sign an NDA, which wasn't drafted by a lawyer at all. And really all the creator had to do was date, name, sign, and you're in. Well, okay. So evidence, let's talk about evidence for a second. So what is evidence? Evidence to me is mm -hmm. a police report, a federal indictment, yes. uh, court documents, Medical um, examination. Correct. Okay, yeah. so interesting that you said that. So if we're talking about minors being sex, sex trafficked, first mm -hmm. of all, medical examinations are protected under HIPAA, so those would not be mm -hmm. public record. If it's somebody who is a minor, those would also not be public record because they're mm -hmm. a minor. So what I'm thinking here is that this person is exploiting a really a small but well-defined loophole where you can't talk about medical things because it's against the law. If somebody's a mm -hmm. minor, you can't talk about it because they're a minor and those those records are either sealed or they're so redacted or protected that you can't get any actual information out of it anyway. So you're talking about somebody who is engineered something where they're working off of off of a premise where it's like, yes, I have proof, but you have to sign your life away saying that you are not going to share the proof when there's actually no real proof anyway. So mm -hmm. the NDA that you're signing is basically saying you didn't see anything anyway. That's what it's saying. Exactly. Exactly. Crafty. Um, very, very crafty. It's very interesting as a mm -hmm. method, isn't it? Um, and if we go back on the crossing state line, little nugget. She took an Uber. She took the bus to go there, I think. I think she first took a bus and then an Uber or the opposite. Does she have receipts for those? She supposedly had, had multiple accounts on Kik. Um, she was made to lure more victims as well. She hasn't presented any proof of that. Um, I, I don't want to say that she is lying about having miscarriages, but I don't know much about medical stuff, right? But it has consequences on a woman's body to have a miscarriage, and you have to be checked by a doctor, even after one miscarriage, to, to just make sure that your body has evacuated everything it needs to evacuate, otherwise it's infection, it's bad, and it, you could die. She wasn't able to prove any of that for none of the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth miscarriage. Um, that's something that she should be able to do even after being out of this cold to just go and see a doctor. Um, and even just bruises, we don't, do any, we don't see anything like that. Um, 
I, I'll glaze over this because really it doesn't mean anything, but I will still bring it up. She is still a very plump woman, so she doesn't look like she's been forced to... Um, I was going to say forced too fast, but it doesn't look like she's been starved uh, in particular. As a chunky woman myself, I would assume that she would have lost a little bit. Um, I feel like there is... There's just so much of nothing that it's alarming. It really, really is. It's it's hard to me. It's hard for me to just give her the benefit of the doubt because there's just so much that does not add up in her favor. The fact that currently she's living with Mama Max and they're allegedly in a relationship. The fact that Mama Max has a past of creating stories that revolve around essay and revolve around trafficking it just seems interesting to me that now she has a he has a story that fits his narrative um and has victim victims to just corroborate the story about this weird character that nobody has heard of camden gerard davis you're gonna tell me that if your name somehow pops up online for the past four or five weeks, that you're not going to come forward with any kind of statement, with any kind of, even just to serve Mama Max, or just to ask him to cease this defamation. You're going to tell me you're not going to do that? That's very interesting to me. This just goes back to, there are some things that just shouldn't be shared online until there is like, someone's proven guilty, arrested, uh -huh. you know, justice has been served. Then you can share your story. That, that's like, that happened, that's been around like forever where like victims will share their story, um, you know, on TV or going around to, you know, different mm -hmm. talks and whatever. And it's because their, their predator has been served justice in some mm -hmm. way. Um, and there's been proof and like evidence is shown and professionals are handling not some random youtuber mm -hmm. um and i know like there are people out there that ha may have good intentions when they're like doing investigations and like you know whatever obviously not this guy um but again it should be left up to people who can actually do something about it and i know those people don't always do the thing that they're supposed to do uh, yeah. I know that there's people that fall between the cracks. Um, so I don't know what the right answer is there. But like just talking about it like online, it's just um, it's just creating like a like a crowd with like pitchforks to go after like a random person who may or may not be guilty. And it's just and like I said, they have <laughs> docs, people. Why would you do that when you don't have even the beginning of a story? This reminds me of another YouTuber. Oh my gosh, they were an art person. Something art, I can't remember. And they like were big on lolcow and <laughs> there was just like a whole creep show messy situation. Was it? Creep show? Yes, creep show art. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that it, it kind of is, reminds me of that in some way. That's a hot mess. I don't even want to touch that. But just that, that um, could be an episode by itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that stuff is insane. Uh, she's yeah. crazy. Um, everybody involved. It's just like weird personal drama that just should not be on the internet at all. Agreed. And 
I wish it was petty stuff. I really wish mm-hmm. it was. But yeah. bringing a story that is mostly true, true or false, about 14, 13, 12-year-olds being trafficked and abused, starved, it's just so horrible. I really, I really don't want to think that this is rooted in fiction, but it's, it's very hard as the days go by to believe that. Today, a, a phone call was leaked um, between a few creators and Mama Max, where he's trying to defend his case and really kind of bring forward, bring forth what he has on the evidence side, there isn't much of anything. He doesn't really have a grasp on what's going on. There's a fundraiser supposedly to help them bring the case to the police. This should have been done day one. They're pocketing that cash. (laughs) I don't want to say that, but... Uh, (laughs) Allegedly. Don't surprise me either. (laughs) Allegedly, they are probably, maybe, allegedly pocketing cash yeah well but what does that what does that tell you about the people that we're talking about it's like Mm -hmm. if you think about what we're doing right now what we're doing right now is we're talking about something that we were not personally involved in that we have admittedly a fairly limited knowledge base Mm on um but what are we trying to accomplish okay Uh, i i think clark said it earlier welcome to that's effing poor nobody here is making any money Okay, we're not raking in the dollars trying to expose somebody. We're just, we're talking about it because we don't understand it, right? That's what we're doing. Um, There's some obvious facts that sort of point the needle in one direction, right? Because we're all thinking people, there's some obvious things where it's like, well, you know, but I think that's the thing that people don't do anymore. And I think people like this person rely on that people not to think they just they rely on people to react you know and that's the the weaponization that lily talked about earlier that's what they're relying on people are gonna get up their pitchforks like meg said get the pitchforks and they're gonna be like let's just burn down the castle and it's like well what if the castle's historic and the guy that lives there is actually pretty nice and he tutors children and gives out whole candy bars at halloween but we have no idea you know yeah, there was this, um, I mean, it can really ruin people's lives. There's a couple instances just like uh, it, cancel culture of like situations kind of like this where they accuse somebody of being like a abuser of some sort and they're really not. Um, there was, oh, this I am man. so glad you're bringing this up. <laughs> there was, well, there's two I can think of. The major one, which he did turn out to be like not so great, James Charles back in 2019. Mm-hmm when Jeffree Star and that whatever her face is, the lady Patty who does make... Tati Yeah, so Tati, she... Uh, which she should know better, because she's like... She's probably 40 now. Um, yeah. You think they would know better, but they don't. Um, just, you know, all these accusations of Ben at that point of, for, for James, and it turned out he was, at that moment at least, pretty innocent at that point in time and then obviously it just he i was like man why'd you have to do that like we all hated you and then we were like oh man he's not bad and that was like oh man he's actually bad um i don't care like i didn't care about his content i was just like this is all stupid um and 
just if there is something crazy going on, the police should be involved. That's all I'm going to say. But and then there's also this man. Um, he was an older man. Uh, his Twitch channel was RS Glory and Gold. He was a RuneScape player. And he was in the 60s. Um, he's passed yeah. away. And uh, he um, Keemstar got him and this other guy mixed up because there was somebody who was uh, an actual predator with like the same name. Yeah. Totally different guy. <laughs> and he went after this random old man streamer who's just as innocent pure man who just just chain smoking on camera and just yeah. playing runescape man and he was just <laughs> vibing and they were just all these people that came to a stream and just were like calling him all these things and just like accusing him of this awful thing that he j didn't do and mm -hmm. it just like you know that was just a normal guy that was just you know he had a very small following i think or at least it was you know smaller than keemstars and it's just like i don't know about this vampire man situation whatever i hope he at least got some more subscribers oh uh, he did i watched i watched rs glory and gold he passed away i think last year and it was really oh, sad i was oh. really really sad because he was fun to listen to i'm not like i played a little bit of runescape but it was just like cozy it was like oh man he's like grandpa just playing runescape it's great and he's just coughing every now and then I'm like ah <laughs> give me that smoker's lung but uh -huh. but yeah it was just it just sucked and i'm just like but there's probably just always been this kind of like town square bullshit, I guess yeah. that's happened, um, and just stirring up trouble. There's like con artists, and they just get, they just find different ways to con people through the ages, I guess. That's, mm -hmm. I just feel like this is a con for sure. Yeah. Well, it's sort. sad. Yeah. It's sad as hell that one person would go to these lengths to do, to build their subscribership or to do whatever else and ruin somebody else's life and then the people that are in between the the, the listeners the subscribers or whatever else don't bother to do any sort of actual research and actually mm -hmm. get and understand the subject before they to meg's point get out their pitchforks you know yeah and but that's where we are now i mean okay and if someone's accused of something once okay do the research if they're accused of something twice start to think by the third, fourth, fifth time, it's like, okay, there's a pattern here, and that's fine. But mm. we never seem to apply that same pattern in reverse to the people that are showing us these things, you know? And that's it's true. like the person that finds these patterns five, six, eight, ten, twelve times, and it's like, okay, so either you're doing this yourself or you're just completely full of shit. And I don't think people bother to, to ever apply that sort of logic to what they're seeing. Also, speaking of con, I mean, um, uh, he must have had such an influence on minors, right? Because he started off creating these um, videos that were appealing to these edgy teens or minors. And um, yeah. eventually, took a, he was creating this um, sort of anti-pedo uh, Avengers kind of a group within his, mm -hmm. um, you know, building a group with his followers. Um, and most of them, oh, from what I understand, were minors and teens. So, um, as a teenager, um, as a keyboard warrior, I'm sure they must have felt this, you know, this this sense of justice yeah. that they have to have to do things. And I, I, for one, cannot imagine uh, being a minor who's going through something like that. And you see yeah. his videos, and you see a ray of hope. 
and then he says i i have proofs and probably in your mind you're like maybe if i allow this to happen to myself i can have those proofs to give it to him so that he mm-hmm. can expose my abuser and eventually it comes to light that he is a fraud he's been profiting of victims he's lying i think it's honestly heartbreaking to think yeah um, the the impact he might have had on those children <laughs> yeah i, I like, agree i agree if you want to help a victim help you know be their support and help them like go report it to like the authorities mm-hmm. like be their support you know be a shoulder that you can they can cry on like just be there yeah. for them and like help them find the proper channels to report their abuse um and get something done like actually fix it because they're just like talking about mm-hmm. it and just like making this huge like show of it but there's it sounds like nothing i mean obviously this just sounds fake to me it just sounds not real but um this particular thing but the if there is like a real situation like they just there doesn't need to be a show of it there doesn't need to be like talking about it to like millions of random keyboard warriors or whatever you just just help the person and then like if that Absolutely. person wants to share their story they can go share their story and you can support them by saying like hey i think this is like there's a i think there's a good way there's a better way to like get that message out there than mm-hmm. like this shock value kind of like just be like hey this person uh really wants to share their story i've invited them to my channel to share their story um let's be respectful blah blah you know just there's a better way and like or just like link to their channel if they have their own channel or you know if they want to talk about it i don't know it's just like some people everybody heals differently um some people Mm -hmm. like to talk about it some people don't um but yeah i don't know it's just this is weird (laughs) this guy's annoying i want to punch him in the face (laughs) it is very weird and um one of the latest development today actually um if we backtrack just a little bit a few years ago a couple years ago now um in july 2022 a creator on YouTube uh, that goes by the moniker Magnetar, he tried to quote-unquote expose Mama Max. Um, he crafted an expose. He um, reached out to uh, Max's ex, exes, sorry, um, and apparently he's, Max allegedly has a history of just being very manipulative, um, something that transpired into his past relationships. Um, and just Magnetar was trying to just show his audience and maybe convince Max's audience that there's more to him than what he portrays on camera in his videos. Um, and Mama Max made a video response at the time, and it was just very defensive, in my opinion. It was, it wasn't very, it, it wasn't like a intelligible response. It was more like, mm, nah. And he ended up calling Magnetar a pedophile, which is a people love to toss that a, around. Exactly, it's like you can't just really throw that around lightly. We're not twelve anymore. Um, and Mac, Mama Max's proof at the time of the video was uh, screenshots, chat log that uh, Magnetar supposedly had with an underage girl, um, and he sent a D pic. Um, so if you take that at face value, 
doesn't look great. Um, today, Magnetar decided to start legal action against uh, Max for defamation because he called him a pedophile while he uh, supposedly is not. Um, and it's just, it's just yet another symptom of Mama Max's megalomania, in my opinion. Mm. He is just going to make those stories as big as he can and just... He used a word in one of the live, stream, live streams lately. He used um, unignorable. He, that's what he does with the stories. He makes them unignorable. Memorable. But I think he does a disservice to those stories. Um, and it seems like that's going to come and bite him in the ass now. Now that he's in the process of being sued. I don't think he's been served just yet. A GoFundMe has been created. But there's only so many stories you can bullshit through before it kind of some sort of retribution is going to come at some point whether it is being the platform or legal procedures or what have you but there's only so much he's going to be able to lie through or make up so we're just going to have to see there probably be more updates to this story uh, right before we started recording today i was listening to almost eight hour live stream from one of the creators that that have been really on top of of this situation and um i just heard mama max and spencer trying to talk their way through the story that they've crafted through spencer's story it seems very shaky in my very uninformed opinion uh but i don't i don't think they're going to be able to hold that kind of you know story for much longer i'm really interested to see where this goes to be honest with you it's gonna be interesting in the next year yeah wow for sure for sure this reminds um, me of boy in a band mm -hmm. a little bit some of the yeah. stuff yeah yeah like, why are, like why are people so weird <laughs> like they're just so weird for real though like and on top and of he that, just agreed? disappeared he didn't try to like stick up for himself as far as i'm aware and this is all alleged yeah obviously but um, i think yeah i think he, he just, completely stopped he just his channel, stopped. Didn't he? Yeah. yeah and he's friends with a lot of people like that i would watch and i don't think that it's their fault like you no. know somebody's really good at like lying about something if mm. that's true obviously i don't know um anytime i see this stuff anytime that there's like youtuber drama or like weird public figure like being accused of something and there's no proof shown to me yet i'm just like well i'm just gonna wait before yeah. i like cast any kind of judgment mm -hmm. um and like you know uh and if there it turns out they're a piece of shit i just don't even put my energy into them because it's just yeah. like people put well, too much energy into like and mm -hmm. that's that's super valid, Meg. At the same time, though, for every one of you who wants to wait and see and get some information, there's a hundred thousand mm -hmm. morons out there who just go, "Light the torches, let's burn the city." Yeah. That's yeah. But that's our society now. People don't bother with getting actual information. And to be perfectly honest, I don't think there's a lot of common sense being used either. Like actually assessing a situation and going, "Well, let's see, this person." told me someone else's story from someone else's perspective and expects me to believe it 
where person B has police reports, depositions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, who's more believable? I, it doesn't seem like anybody cares anymore. It's just all about getting that reactionary thing. And I, it's not something that I, like, I just don't understand anymore. And, and we talked about it earlier. So much of what is content creation now is manufactured. So it's like, what's actually believable? And I honestly think that only common sense, I think, is the only divider between what is reasonable and what's not. But I also don't think our populace now has a ton of common sense. So I think we just react because we can't believe it. It's going so gonna... fast, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's going to be outcry and people have to re people have to react. And if we don't react, we're not in on the latest thing. So we feel left out. And it's like, I, I just... Or you're made to feel bad for not caring about... Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah. we're, our brains are not meant to absorb all of this like everybody's million uh, hundreds of thousands millions of people whatever just just a lot of people's like opinions and like uh it's just too much and you know you start to like i know i had to um like just stop reading so much stuff online and just like um just kind of distance myself just from certain things um i don't want to say social media distance detox because that's not even what it was just like using less of certain apps and just like um you know if i see something i just disengage i just don't even yeah. I just because i i just can't my like day-to-day -day life is complicated enough you know most people's are like i don't need someone else's stuff just stressing me out so i'm just like nope mm -hmm. yeah. um because i i'm em empathetic too and uh it really got to me over the last three years and it was really hard, just multiple different things. And I was like, I'm so tired of everybody just, just being insane, just on all, just on everything. Doesn't just, I just want, I yeah. just want to watch, uh, <laughs> I just want to watch Airsoft Fatty take a shower and take a shit. That's all I want. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's, that's really the what kind it, of content I want. <laughs> but that's really what yeah. it boils down to, though. And when you see, okay, I mean, I'm going to say this, and it's going to be unpopular, especially because we're a podcast that likes to use our social media. But social media is effectively poison. It's not mm -hmm. good for anybody. It honestly isn't. Um, and it's not good in the sense that it shows you things that aren't true. It shows you things you can't do. It shows you things you will never do. And it shows people doing things that you probably shouldn't do. Um, and so when you, when you take all of that in, what does that do? It takes, it takes your life and it takes the bubble that is our lives and it makes it progressively smaller and smaller and smaller. And then as that bubble gets smaller, you reach out of that bubble to the social media for more things. And then to a point where... I won't even try cooking. I won't even try driving. I won't even get out of bed today. You know, so it, it makes us, as a society, it makes us fundamentally weaker as people. Now, is there some good to it? I, I think that there probably is, but as a people, we're not good at metering ourselves. We never have been good at metering ourselves. We never stop and say, I've done too much of this today. I need to get up and go outside and talk to people. 
we don't do that. We're we're terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. I will admit that I'm terrible at it. But if we were able to take the two and get them intermingled so we use them in a productive way, it would be okay. But it has now has nothing to do with being better people. It has to do with the click-through rate. Everybody just wants to get hits and hits and hits and hits. It isn't about is what I is what I'm doing better for society and better for me. It's just about click, 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 click. That's all that matters now. And I think that's what's kind of brought us to where we are now and how people just get I don't know, they're they're so oblivious to what's actually happening around them, you know, and, and the simplest things, whether it's you know, your neighbor needing help or it, something happens in traffic and you have no idea what's happening, but you're already mad and, you know, and, and it might be some old lady had a heart attack and crashed her car and you're, but you're not cognizant of that because you don't care because you don't take the time to absorb it. You know, we, we absorb the things that happen in our lives in 30 second chunks. Now that's what we do. That's our attention span. We're fucking goldfish. Now that's what we are. We're goldfish. I and agree. It's, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. It's, it's no, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's bad. Like I remember I there was a period of time where I didn't want to invest too much energy into uh anything and just like throwing on Twitch, I just turn my brain off and I'm like scrolling. I have Twitch on the TV, I'm scrolling on my phone through like Instagram or whatever, and it's not it makes you so unproductive and lazy. I think it can social media can definitely be used for good. Um, there's pockets of good there. There's also a lot of negatives. Um, I think it's cool when art, like social media and art is like, I follow a lot of art accounts. I, I don't know if Pinterest is considered social media, but I love Pinterest. I guess it's like, and I love Tumblr because it's just trash and it's my favorite kind of garbage, but it's like, I've curated my Tumblr to just be the trash I want to see. And it's just Star Wars and like other stuff, anime. I don't know. Um, there is a TikToker, I think he's on Instagram too, Old Man Steve. You gotta follow anybody, follow Old Man Steve because he's great and he's wholesome. And that's the kind of content I want. So it's just him making things. Like he'll make like a sandwich or he'll just show you something or show you a magic trick. I'm like, see, because it just, you just make little connections sometimes. He's just the old man, just, you know, just vibing out there. That's good well, but- social media. But that's uh-huh. that's. Oh, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll be real fast. That's the difference between somebody wanting the connection and somebody wanting to make money. That's the difference. That's true. That's true. Yeah, all I was gonna true. say was I was gonna start a. Uh, I want to start an account as we're talking about like how some of these like, uh, I don't know, useless content creator things are i, I kind of want to start one where it's uh nobody watches the writer do his art i kind of want to start an account of me like just people watching me write a novel and it's just me yeah. wearing out a backspace button <laughs> you know that actually it's... sounds really cozy there's like like study with me videos oh, it's, where it's gonna be typing it's typing asmr is all it is it's just me like yes. <laughs> play some gentle like uh not copyrighted whatever like what is oh, it no, uh, I can't. yeah it's gonna be synth wave in like, the background and do you have a fire... have a what hmm? do you have a fireplace uh no not here okay. in this current abode 
Well, maybe if you typed outside with near a fire pit, so you get the fire crackling, and you're just clacking mm -hmm. away. Nice. Could, hey, man, I'd I would subscribe. I would for sure do that. Yeah, <laughs> and you could like have a time. Like it's like one of those study channels where they have like the timers or whatever. It's like what is it, Pomodora? I don't know something. Clark, you really need to do this. Please do it. There will be. Uh, I will do it. But there will be a lot of exasperated like size and oh, looks. Even <laughs> better. <laughs> it is. That it just. Oh, that sounds great. I would go to sleep to that. <laughs> you'll, hear, you'll hear me just like hard, hard clacking the backspace and going. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The Minecraft parents arguing. Oh yeah, there's the <laughs> that are like it's 2005 and you're playing Minecraft where your parents argue downstairs, and it's just like videos of like this muffled arguing and screaming mm -hmm. while while there's like Minecraft soundtrack and like clicking around. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's it's a. Uh, uh, my girlfriend dumped me, and they're playing uh, Deftones at the prom, but I'm in the bathroom. Or there's, oh. uh, there's, <laughs> like, a, there's a Halo uh, two one. It's it's great. It's just a bunch of sound effects and like people for nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. I well, uh, it, I watch a lot of things. You know what's funny? I like so just in the last couple of months, I've I've come to understand what ASMR is, and I'll be honest, my first thought was, what a bunch of fucking useless douchebags that probably live in their mommy's basement that like this shit. <laughs> um, no, and th this is just me being honest. And then, like I said earlier, I come downstairs when my 3D printers are running, and when I sit down and I'm just, I calm down and I just listen to them work. Now I get it. Okay? Yeah. I, didn't have, I didn't have a title for it before. I didn't know what it was. Now I understand. So that's what we as people need to do is be better at understanding what the person next to us is thinking, feeling, doing. Now, be mindful. I can't put 100% of my energy into understanding everybody else. I can't do that because then I have nothing left for me. But we can put a little bit. And if we put a little bit, then we can start to get a lot of the rest of the world. And I think that we've kind of come to the conclusion that for Lily's topic tonight, this guy, we all hate him. And I think I'm, I am happy to every day put at least 2% of my energy into hating this guy. I will put a dedicated 2% because this guy is an exploitive asshole. That's really what he is. The thing that I don't get, and maybe, maybe this is how we can finish up and really talk about this and really understand... How do you become an exploitive asshole? How do you get to a place where you want to use every person around you or every person that you can find that might be having a bad day, a, ne a negative experience, a life-altering experience, and your, your first thought is, I'm going to use this person to my game. I don't get that. I, it's so foreign to me It's it, to do that. I'm, I'm such a a giver by nature i don't understand wanting to take a person's worst moment and make it worse i don't get that mm -hmm. so like it's not well, narcissism it's is it or sociopathy yeah, so 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. is i mean the goal outweighs the like the, the casualties dark triad yeah go back and look it up dark triad that's effing weird look it up it's yep. a thing 
I, I, uh, it hurts. It, it hurts me a little bit inside to think that, like, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna care about every single person that I encounter because I don't have the energy. But mm -hmm. if I encounter somebody who is on the downslope, to to actively work to make things worse is such a foreign concept to me. I just. I don't get it, but I also often think that that's a lot of what social media is. It's one person using somebody else's bad day to make their day better. And yeah, yeah, that, that's exactly what fish tank is. And I can't <laughs> wait for next week. <laughs> okay. But okay. it's wholesome in a weird way. It's, it's imagine, you know, those MK ultra stuff that was like declassified where the they were like dosing johns with lsd and in uh, project moonlight stuff like that so imagine a house uh full of people where you slowly break them down uh making them do various tasks for fifty thousand dollars um the, the, the it starts off slow and then it ramps up uh to where there's like um uh the forced uh, cigarette smoking, like chain smoking and, and shaving of heads to where to where they're so uh, broken down by the end of it. But that it's just the best TV I've ever seen. So but they all signed up for it. They, they knew. Yeah, it's completely voluntarily. They, they can leave any time, but it it's uh, it's amazing what they do. What they've accomplished. Yeah, I think it. You know, like we were talking about how it builds confidence for these people. Yeah, they I come mean, out different. That's that's the that's the flip side. What's weird is uh, um, these these people have like this newfound sense of confidence. I don't know. It's kind of like there's a lot of people that like coast in life, like um, personality wise, engaging in different avenues of life. They just kind of just on sleeper mode where they're just kind of just kind of going through the motions, and then and then it either either by choice or by chance every now and then your world's shaken up and you have to adapt or or not and and that's that the show kind of encapsulates that but that's the positive of it um it's not all negative it's just great seeing the negative but uh mm -hmm. but it also is a crazy confidence builder and i don't know just shake i don't know it, the people that underwent this some of them kind of it, they were blindsided you thrive on the drive yeah <laughs> well there we go he thrives on it but to, but back to your point about the um how does someone get like that i i feel like some i feel like some of these people just have that whatever you said like so, sociopathy where where the ends uh outweigh everything else uh, I think there's just some people born without that gene where where that this is just a good idea. And then they and, and then we we wind up hearing about some of them. And in and in this case, it, you know, especially when like the snowball keeps rolling, they find themselves in situations where they uh, uh, naturally lean into laws or like what you were um you know hipaa there's like certain things you get and then they find clever ways of like i think it's just kind of like they it's a growth into it rather i don't know i but the situations we hear of where we're like what it's it's a i mean the the the, the temperature is slowly being turned up throughout all this you know it's mm -hmm. i feel like i but i feel like there are some people that are just that way 
and I've met some of them that they, they just, I don't know. Um, uh, I mean, you, I mean, look at corporate structure, look, look at, look at the companies we have and the, the types of people that rise to the top quickly usually are like that, but they're, but it's more constructive than this guy's outlet or whatever. Well, this guy's outlet actively hurts others. Like actively. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and not and not because they were denied a promotion or didn't get a raise, mm -hmm. because of something traumatic that happened to them, and he's exploiting that. Assuming it's real, assuming it's real, he's exploiting that, yeah. and that is, from a completely humanist perspective, that is one of the shittiest things you can do to somebody else, is taking their pain and going. By the way, I'm going to amplify it, but for my own gain. That I I can't I don't have I don't even have words for the person that would do that other than I'm gonna I'm gonna echo Meg I've already I've already said it I I want to find the guy and just punch him in the face repeatedly until he's learns his lesson because I I don't like this guy I kind of want to find him anybody want a road trip anybody because <laughs> I mean I don't want to get arrested. Uh, well, like, it'll be like when Bo Boogie had had the gun outside oh, his door no. I'm gonna fire oh, Lord I'm gonna fire. You know about oh. Boogie? <laughs> I don't know who Boogie is. Boogie, oh, what's his, what's his, what is his last digits of his channel? Like Boogie nine is the number nine. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. Fra Frank Castle showed up to his door uh, because it was like this online beef that was brewing, and uh, he comes out with a gun and and does like a warning. It was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Boogie is hilarious, but also unintentionally hilarious <laughs> mm -hmm. i'm gonna well, well and i will say this if you if you instigate any problems in your life because you have an online beef you are really a moron okay You're, you should you look are, up boogie you are a and also look up frank hassel because he literally gives no fucks at all <laughs> I, they, they, Which is that hilarious. is a certain i feel like i've met a person like that we were talking about how he just comes off. He, like it's just like a, a middle Tennessee Atlanta guy sub grew up in the suburbs, but he, you know, you just see it. He just pops into parties. Then he's gone. He's just like the bad kind of guy. Yeah, that's Frank Castle. Yeah. This is, is his online name. Frank Castle. Is it's it Frank Castle? Name. I think mm. so. That sounds you, familiar. If you Google Frank Castle, you know what you're going to get, right? Frank Hassel with an H. Okay, I thought you said Castle. Frank Castle. Okay. I was like, that's the fucking Punisher. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, not that one. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so yeah, you, but if anybody loves that kind of Frank Hassel, his videos on YouTube of him hassling people in Walmart are absolutely hilarious. Boogie, it's Boogie, Boogie 2988. 2988. Yeah, 2988. But, but yeah. Oh, yeah, Frank, like there was, this, there was this one where he goes in and um, he just stops like a guy with his shopping cart at Walmart. And he's like, hey, man, I really need these things. And he just starts taking stuff out of his cart and putting it into his. And he never he never backs down. The guy's like, what are you doing? He's like, but he does this great like gaslighting manipulation. He's like, quick, calm down. The, obviously, you'd start taking something out of someone's cart. They're going to freak out. Uh, but he's always like, calm down. What's the matter with you? What are you doing? 
It's it's so funny. <laughs> See, my actually, I have a rebuttal to that where, you know, now granted, I don't have like a purse or something in my like buggy or a child yeah. in my like you know shopping cart to where I'm gonna be like concerned with what's in it. So like. I never understood the whole thing where, if, like, I have a shopping cart full of stuff, and if somebody just walks by and takes something out of it, I'm actually probably not going to make a big deal out of it. I'm just going to be like, I haven't paid for that yet, so it's not mine. I don't really care. Yeah. So, like, yeah, would I, just, you would be, yeah, would no, you're, you're I'm right. The worst I'm like the <laughs> worst would. target for something like that because someone would walk up and be like, I need this stuff. And I'm like, that's cool, man. Yeah. 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 You, you, I mean, rule number one of trolling, you can't give him a reaction, so you'd be safe. Yeah, because there was, like, one guy who didn't give him a reaction and actually, like, played along. He's like, all right, have a great day, and he just left him alone after yeah. a minute. Yeah. He was just like, okay, well, okay, you're cool, man. You do to that? Yeah, <laughs> I had and a, I'm sure at the really end of it, he... I, I, I tried to mess with him one time. It was a guy that worked for me, and um, I just got his phone number. Like, he just started working for me, and I just got his phone number, and, like, uh, like I texted him just to, like... And I was going to mess with him when I texted him and like, he just went with it. Like it was like trolling, like a spam call. And like, nice. I didn't know where to go from there. I was like, I'm just going to keep <laughs> And he just kept going back and forth. And I'm like, this kid is amazing. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is my best employee. <laughs> like I was impressed. I was like, he's just not backing down. This is awesome. <laughs> so, oh, that is great. Oh, that's almost like our prank call to your friend where he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. just Gary went just with it. Not, I was like, <laughs> like what is going on? He, I, he, I actually want to hang out. With it seemed cool. <laughs> he just got promoted, by the way. Um, shout out to Garrett. Congrats. Hey, Garrett. Hey, Garrett. I'm going to take a sip of water with a top on. Yay. Look at me. Well, is there <sighs> anything um, that you want to close this out with? Yeah, I was just, you know, we can chat and whatever. If you want to keep everything or cut something, I, I just have like a couple sentences to close out and to say bye. Uh, I'm, I have no energy left. It's getting late, so I'm yeah. just going to power through. <laughs> <laughs> I think all in all, um, this is a pretty good example of, you know, somebody maybe somewhere they had the good intentions but they just got lost in the sauce um self-admittedly mama max calls himself a pedo hunter he is very aware that he has a hero complex and that he really likes the thrill of the praise the attention the rewards um that's that's something that seemed to motivate him more and more and it's almost like almost the sole focus now like the end game uh, of what he's looking for and it's so unfortunate it has so much more so many more ripples that maybe he hadn't foreseen and i think that this story might be the one that really catches up to him uh we'll just have to see if you know if it's another story of an influencer that goes quiet for a few months maybe for a year or two and then comes back um sometimes even stronger from uh, like a controversy like this or maybe it will be legal ramifications like we've seen today somebody is trying to go after him from defamation so we'll see what comes out of it I, I'm very interested to see how it turns out not because because I'm 
not because I'm particularly invested in this story, but I always want to know why people act the way they do. I find it fascinating. Um, it's a bit of a, I don't think it's morbid curiosity, but I'm just very, very interested into why people do what they do. Um, if you want, we can always go back, revisit this story. There are a few chapters that I haven't touched on. Uh, the, the whole pick a side YouTube, the pedo tube hashtags we haven't talked about. There are a few stories that we can go a little bit deeper into. And who knows, we may n learn more about Spencer's story, about the other victims, and about this mysterious vamp vampire werewolf god, Cam de Gerard Davis, or by whatever name he goes by. Um, in the meantime, that was a very fun episode of That's Even Weird. Thank you, everybody, for bearing with me. I hope I didn't take too much of your time <laughs> just rambling on. Um, thank y'all, and good night. Remember, we don't want something that's normal. We want something that's effing weird. I hope I got it right. <laughs> and, and thanks to our sponsor, Circuit City. Of course, yes, this. <laughs> and, and only cool people wear glasses. Just saying. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I have perfect vision. I'm. Oh, woo, uh, uh. <laughs> Get up to speed, okay? It's 2024. Come on. You want to try yeah. mine? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's glasses, beanies, and leggings. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I got the leggings. I got the leggings. Nah. Oh my god. This is our thing. It's it's not only um we want stuff that's effing weird. It's also we're just dudes in yoga pants. That's we're dudes in yoga pants. I like that. I like that a lot. Honestly, I think Seth is the first we're not. <laughs> I've met that wears yoga pants every day. Like, obviously, I've seen maybe yeah. one or two in passing in public, but he is the only one I know that it's like, I am dedicated to this. But I also I wear them that. to church. They're so kind. I'm yeah. very dedicated. I wear them to very high social mm -hmm. functions in my world. Do you have special Always. church, church yeah. yoga pants? Yeah. Like, I No, I have 10 copies of the exact same yoga pants, and I'm wearing oh. them. So I See, I think you need, I think you need at least one pair of... You need one pair of like bedazzled yoga pants. You gotta have something fancy. <laughs> okay. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need some like yoga shorts, little tiny shorts. Mm -hmm. I'm not a shorts mm -hmm. guy. I don't look good in shorts. Just little booty shorts, yoga pants. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I have some like legging shorts. Crotchless, crotchless yoga pants. Now we're talking. There we go. Yeah. Just for Seth. We can, we can Hold cover that. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Weird. We can start with fashion yoga pants, and I want to like. I'm I'm thinking like a like an affliction or Ed Hardy cross. Oh my god! No. <laughs> yes. No. 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 Yes. Yes. I we definitely need a cross Ed Hardy shirt. Once. <laughs> I need some studs down the mm -hmm. seam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. Yeah. Get some bondage straps and then just start turning in the trip pants. Yeah. <laughs> some kind of it has to be done. Someone has to do creation. it. Just trip pants and Ed Hardy design. I'm just gonna keep wearing jeans because I'm comfortable. That's why. So there you go. Yeah. It's all yeah. that matters. Being comfortable is all that matters. Uh, amen to that. I don't know, my amen. beanies. Uh, sorry, Clark. I would have. 
my beanie's in the other room. It's really complicated getting out of this room with my cat, so. <laughs> it's no problem. It's the glasses, I think, that bothers everybody except me. Yeah. I, I Does it bother everyone? Yeah. Okay. Come on. What the fuck is wrong? Well, I did with half you? the episode without the glasses. I like how nobody mm-hmm. noticed until I came. Like, I didn't have glasses on for like three <laughs> Oh, I noticed. I, I was saving that joke, Carl. I was saving it until you put your glasses on. Well, I guess I'll just get some like lensless glasses to fit there in. There you go. Just make the clear. Like, they don't. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah just get some like trying to make light glasses or something. Get some Walmart readers. You'll be all set. <laughs> Why are you being such a show? Pl- I'll get the plus ones, but yeah. 